0: how they've managed to turn their STR dreams into reality. If you're an ambitious woman who's looking to build a successful short-term rental business, you are in the right place, sister. Welcome to another episode of the STR Sisterhood. This is Stacey St. John, and as always, I am so delighted to spend a few minutes with you today. Now, before we dive into this episode, I want to share a quote I recently read that resonated with me, and it says, I've always been a big believer in paying it forward, and I feel that if you're lucky enough to be successful, you have a responsibility to give back, Those inspiring words come to us from Lori Grenier, who is an entrepreneur and a Shark Tank judge. Now, I have to warn you, today's episode is a little off the beaten track. Just a few weeks ago, I had the pleasure of speaking at the STR Wealth Conference in Nashville, Tennessee. And the awesome folks at Hospitality FM actually set up a podcast booth right at the conference. So I huddled up with some of my besties and recorded this episode, digging deep into their conference adventures. Now you have to picture this, six of us squished into a teeny weeny podcast booth sharing mics and chairs with the buzz of the conference seeping in from the open top of the booth. So there may be a little noise in the background, but I just had to share this incredible chit chat with you. But trust me, you'll feel like you're experiencing the STR Wealth Conference firsthand through the eyes of these boss ladies. So without further ado, let's go ahead and dive in. Let's first go around
1: the room and have each of you introduce yourself and where you're from. I'm Candace Menard, and I am from Lake Charles, Louisiana. And I am Carrie
2: Hall, and I'm from Columbus, Ohio. And I'm Jillian Heilman from North Bend, Washington.
0: I'm Maria Reith, and I'm from Dayton, Ohio. And I'm Janelle Arantz from Fort Worth, Texas. And we are sitting here with like some of the most amazing women that I know. And I'm excited to actually have this discussion. We are all here live at the STR Wealth Conference. And we're just going to have a conversation about what this conference experience has been like and what maybe some key learnings and takeaways have been and your favorite part of the conference so far. So let's start with. Our favorite part of the conference so far. So we are actually wrapping up the last day. And I know there's been a ton of learning over the last few days. So Candace, I'll start with you. What's been your favorite part of the conference so far?
1: My favorite part of the conference has been meeting old friends and then also making new friends in the networking, in the classes, in the breakout sessions. I love it. How about you, Carrie?
3: I would say I am impressed with the networking I didn't realize how freely people wanted to approach each other as strangers and exchange information and then want to follow up with the connection. That took me completely off guard. But I- I've loved it. Loved it as an introvert. There is no stranger
2: danger here. No. OK. No, it's shocking to me. Yeah. All
0: right. How about you, Jillian?
2: Um, OK, I would say... The the networking for sure. And just seeing all of our friends from the industry that we've already gotten to know and then making new friends and hearing their stories has been probably the highlight. I also loved Michael Sorge's presentation this morning. I thought it was really, really good.
0: Yeah.
4: Yeah. Maria. I really enjoyed meeting other hospitable hosts. We had the book release yesterday, the hospitable hosts. Volume three was released on Amazon, and we got to um, have an opportunity to connect and talk with other hosts and talk about strategies and best practices for leveling up our, our hospitality.
5: Maria stole mine. It was my favorite, too. So I had to think of another one right on the spot. But yeah, I was so excited to be a part of the book and stay with a whole bunch of authors in one of the houses and get to network and connect. But I really also like the new vendor layout showcase where we can go and meet and get information from all of the different people that are out there to help us. And it's spread out this year where we can really talk and network. I guess network is kind of a common theme that we all have. Yeah.
0: Janelle, you took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> so isn't it interesting that we've all flown here from different areas of the country? We are all at different stages in our journeys. And yet The common theme among everyone is our favorite part was the networking. Mm -hmm. It is so critically important, in my opinion, to have a support system around you. And when you come to conferences like this, it allows you to grow that support system. And as you mentioned, Candice, you know, see old friends, but also meet new ones, like Mm -hmm. Jillian said, too. Um, I love that. Were there any connections or folks that you have met that took you by surprise? Like you walked away from that conversation going, wow, she's amazing. He's amazing. That's so cool what they did. Anything that's resonated with anyone? And if the answer is no, it's cool.
2: Okay. So since being a part of your accelerator group, I knew Maria From our group, but I haven't really spent a whole lot of time with Mm -hmm. her until this trip. And so we're in the same um, suite together. And just knowing her story a little bit more and bouncing questions off of her has been probably my biggest takeaway for networking with Maria. Oh, that's
1: so sweet. (laughs) I think taking
4: relationships with Facebook where you kind of know people and it's what,
5: you know, want the world to see to meeting in person and getting those real connections.
4: I was really surprised when I approached people and talked to people about a specific topic and where the conversation ended up going um, to come up with new ideas. For example, I approached Noble Crawford and talked to him about government contracts Towards the end of the conversation, we started talking about crash pads, and that's a strategy that I'm very interested in. And now, 10 minutes later, I already looked up how to set up a crash pad, how to, you know, to started strategizing with some other investors on crash pads. So an event like this networking event allows you to meet with investors who have different strategies than, than your own, and you learn about these strategies, and you can explore more and move your business in a different direction if 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 you need to. Okay, so give us the
0: 32nd highlight
4: on Crash Pads. So crash pads are homes that you set up for midterm rental near an airport. And it's for the airline industry for the flight attendants to come in and stay in the home during their assignment. They are set up very differently. They book a bed in a home, not an entire room, not an entire home. Uh, and they would pay monthly for that bed, that opportunity to to, to stay in the home. And so it's a, it's a little bit of a different setup but for a home that's near the airport and conveniently located for them it is a different strategy to apply toward your midterm rental um, homes.
5: I like to listen to a breakout session with Maria is really talking about it as well and extending upon that so I live right by the DFW airport so I did the same thing went home
0: and was like mm-hmm. huh should I be applying this to other long-term rental problems. Okay, wait, I have to ask this question. I'm so sorry to jump in. So let me just make sure I understand, okay, because I'm so intrigued by this. So they pay monthly. Is it for a pilot or a flight attendant who oh. has the same um,
4: schedule within their flight schedule? Is that why they're paying monthly? We can actually have Candace explain it because Candace has actually stayed in a crash pad in her previous life. And she's very knowledgeable about the strategy. (laughs) Candace was a flight attendant. Give us the scoop.
1: So Maria actually took what I was going to say when I raised my hand while ago. So this, this strategy is something that is near and dear to my heart because I was a flight attendant as an only child, and stayed in a crash pad with three other strangers in my room. Um, and so to answer your question, it is not the same schedule. It can be flight attendants. It could be pilots. It could be a combination of the both, just depending on how the crash pad is set up. All right. We need another podcast episode on crash pads, okay?
3: Communal rooms, right? That's a different, that's different altogether. Right
5: be getting rent for 12 people but only six are there at a time so it's not a total
0: okay so i'm so sorry but can someone just tell me really quick why they pay monthly
5: just to have a home base because it's not their actual home but they're assigned to that the, the good job yeah like american airlines says you're going to be based at a dfw but your whole family yeah. is in connecticut we're so sorry so even when you get a few weeks off, you might want to go back to Connecticut. You might not even want to be there, but there will be random nights where you will be in.
0: <laughs> or you might not want to tell your family you're home and you just stay at the crash pad, right? That's an option. Definitely an option. That is so fun. Okay, now see, I'm learning something new. I love that. And again, it's just about having conversation and asking questions. I think, again, it's so easy for us to feel like we're operating on an island and we're alone. And this is a great reminder of not only the friendships that we build, but the knowledge we can build just by sharing insights with each other.
2: Yeah.
0: Speaking of insights... What's maybe a takeaway from one of the speakers that really impacted you or surprised you? Anything jump out at anyone?
3: I mean, I guess I have one. I had been working on a deal coming in, um, and during Bill's workshop, the the five fifty two fifty. He basically described the exact scenario that I had going on. And it was like, if your sweet spot is, you should be here. You should be looking for this return. And, And then at the same time the workshop was going on, I was getting a text from the realtor that it went into contract. And I was like, oh. And then Maria happened to be sitting next to me and she goes, it means you know what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, thank you. So it was really awesome, the education that I've had coming into this and then getting confirmation from other industry leaders that, like, I'm on the right track as a beginner.
0: And, girl, I just want to
3: say, you are not a beginner. (laughs) Hello. I I still have yet to purchase the first property.
0: (laughs) Okay, let's Uh, just. We're gonna have a little counseling session with Carrie, okay? (laughs) So, friends, can we all agree that Carrie is a rock star, and that you have a property in your portfolio which you took from thirteen thousand dollars in revenue to almost fifty thousand dollars in revenue in one freaking year?
3: Yes. (laughs) Thank you. Yes, that is true. This is true. (laughs) Yes.
0: There is no but. (laughs) There is no but. Right. And so I also think as women, it's really easy for us to downplay Mm -hmm. our accomplishments and focus on what we want to still get to. Mm -hmm. And I love that you want to get to that next level and you are working every day to get to that next level. But you are one step ahead of someone else. Right. And don't ever forget that. You are on a mission, you are on a path for your next property. But don't forget what you've already done and celebrate that.
3: Yeah. Thank you.
0: It's not easy to do, right? Yeah. Does it feel weird because I'm staring at you right now? She's like, this is really (laughs) uncomfortable. I know. I just
3: really need to get over this learning curve. But like being here has really helped. Like I, I, I have such satisfaction in knowing. I mean, I happen to be a part of your your learning group, but through that and then coming here and seeing all the other industry leaders and then getting the confirmation that I I know I can do this. I know Mm -hmm. I can. Mm -hmm. I just need the chance. I need I just need the right deal, the right time. (laughs) Got to get there first. And I'm going to do it over and over and over
0: again, hopefully. Yeah. And I want to say this, too. Like, everybody is always learning. Well, Mm. if you're not learning, you're dying. Okay. as far as I'm concerned, I'm still learning. And I also think there's beauty in the fact that, you know, obviously, we're on calls together every week. And we learn from each other each and every week. But at the same time, it's nice to hear validation from other people in the industry, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. That validation is so key. Yesterday, when Angie was up on stage and she was talking about, you know, having intention and having values and controlling your mind and rewiring your brain, I'm like, preach it, girl. But it felt validating for me because I was sitting there thinking, okay, great. My students are not going to think I'm off my rocker now.
3: Yes. (laughs) I know. I did. You know, I was like, we've heard this before. (laughs) We've heard this before. And you have to hear it over and over again Mm because it still spoke to me. Like, Mm -hmm. I I
0: need to get out of my own way. Yes. Yes. Is anybody else in their own way with stuff?
5: Is anybody not? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like it's so difficult to get to the positive. Even neutral get a neutral mentality about a situation. Mm. A time. So having other people going through the same thing is huge.
0: I also think, too, like getting out of your own way, the more that you have experience, the more you're going to strive for the next step. And there's always going to be a glass ceiling that you have to break through. Always. I'm looking to break through my next glass ceiling. That glass looks real, real thick, okay? Mm-hmm. But it's hard. Like, it is tough. But I also think that's one of the beauties of sisterhood and community, yeah. that we can help each other mm-hmm. through that too, mm-hmm. right? Helping someone else actually teaches you. Mm-hmm. It's that's so true. true. You, mm-hmm. you
5: told someone else to do it, so you have to do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For the really boring stuff.
0: hey there str sisters it's your girl stacy here bringing you the game changer for your short-term rental business cleaning and it is called turno ladies we are all in the business of creating unforgettable guest experiences and guess what It starts with spotless properties. That's why I'm thrilled to introduce you to Turno. This amazing tool is all about taking the stress out of your turnover process. And here's the kicker, Turno aligns with your booking calendar for flawless scheduling. You can say goodbye to missed cleanings and hello to pristine properties. The auto payments, photo checklists, and problem reporting features, they are just cherries on top. And all of your communication, well, it's streamlined into one convenient app, keeping you and your cleaners perfectly in sync. Now, just for you, here's an exclusive offer. Sign up for Turno through turno.com backslash STR sisterhood, connect with the cleaner, complete a cleaning, and you will snag a $150 Amazon gift card. It's time to experience the ease and efficiency that Turno brings to your STR business. Again, go to turno.com backslash STR sisterhood, and let's transform your cleaning process into a smooth, stress-free experience. And I also just want to share a huge thank you to TURNO for sponsoring this episode and for helping STR owners everywhere achieve cleaning and hosting perfection. Any other key takeaways from a speaker that jumped out
1: at anyone? I'll go next. Yeah, There were a few speakers that talked about social media importance, and I am in the phase of learning and growing and expanding in the social media arena So it gave me a different outlook because as the speakers were speaking, I was taking notes that way. Whenever I went to the hotel room in the evening, I can create a social media post to share everything that I've learned and I'm still learning over the conference period. I love that. Those social media sessions really hit
0: home for me because that is my glass ceiling. And a lot of people are like, wait a minute. What are you talking about? You're on social media all the time, but I will tell you. It is very difficult for me personally to like just on the fly post something because I I say this all the time I'm a recovering perfectionist but I know that if it's on social media like the whole world can see it right? And so I want to try to put my best foot forward and the intention is good
1: but it is really difficult for me Absolutely. For me too, because it's personal whenever you're putting it yes. on social media, even though it is part business, it is still personal. So I'm learning to adjust that and be more open to posting. To posting. Yeah.
5: One thing that helps me, and I don't think I've heard any of the speakers say it, is that right now the trend is against like heavy filters and rehearsed and overdone and they just want real people with messy hair and no makeup and pimples on your face like that's what we relate to because they're like us Mm -hmm. so when you think about that it makes it a little bit easier to post it
0: you know girl i disagree it makes it worse
5: a hundred (laughs) percent a hundred percent if they're used to seeing messy hair and pajamas and you look half put together then that's good you know like do it just do it I'm saying this to you and also to me because I have the same things. It's what we just talked about. Is
0: You know, it's so true. And I actually went to a virtual event one time and it was produced by a woman. And the whole virtual event, I just could not stop staring at her. And I'm like, who looks like that? She looks like a freaking model and I want to look like her. But I was so distracted. It sounds okay. Like totally distracted by how amazing she looked. I wasn't really paying that much attention to the content, which so sorry to say that, but (laughs) I don't think that I look like that, but it's a good reminder that the content is the focus, not what you look like. And people want to
5: relate to people, not perfectionist models. Cause you know,
0: say that again (laughs) and louder. All right. So social media was a big one for you, Candace. It, it was a big one for me. Anyone else have a key? And
4: Take speaking away. of social media, really taking that social media to help us with direct bookings. Uh, we had a great session on how to continue the conversation with our guests after the checkout. So we generally do a good job communicating with guests before they arrive. You know, we have all the messaging set up. We give them great service, great communication, and then they leave and we say goodbye. Um, there is an opportunity to continue that conversation with guests, to continue the messaging, to continue those uh, texts, those emails, and having that set up in having a funnel to be able to automate that process is is another step of uh, my growth journey and something I need to focus on in the next few months uh, to set up um, the proper funnels so that I have an increase in direct bookings from repeat guests. Mm -hmm. I love that we're talking about funnels, because
0: on the other side of my world, which is the coaching and consulting world, I have to set up funnels all the time, but we don't really talk about funnels a lot in the short-term rental industry. And so it was really great to see that on stage yesterday. I totally agree. I think that that's a really, really big takeaway that a lot of short-term rental owners and operators could benefit from. No doubt about it. Okay, cool. So next question I want to ask you is what has this experience like being at a conference live where you are experiencing it together with people you already know and adore, right? Yeah. Jillian, I'll start with you, girl.
2: Okay, so last year I'd wanted to come to this conference, but I didn't know anyone. So since being part of your accelerator group and getting to know other people within that team and then my lovely pod over here with Candace and Carrie... <laughs> Uh, we actually, it was last minute decision for both Carrie and I to show up to this conference and I'm so glad we did. Um, but it also felt like, you know, you're getting together with your girlfriends. So it made it easy for us to be, to come and come together and, and to the conference.
0: I love that. Carrie, Candace. you want to add anything? I
3: mean, I only bought my ticket last week because I just, I couldn't spend the money. It's a significant investment to come. And, um... I forget what pushed me over the edge, but I don't remember what we were talking about or doing. Some Something pushed me over the edge. And now that I'm here and I see it and experience it and having the ability to spend a couple days with women that I adore already, like that we were able to come together. I think it was Maria. That's what pushed me over the edge was Maria said, come and room with me and we'll have a great time. I'll take you around Nashville. And I was like. I, th- I think I, I told my husband, I, I think I need to go. I don't know why, but I really think I need to go and try this. And he was like fully supportive. So I just did it on a yep. whim a couple of days ago. And it was 100% worth it.
1: And I was the total opposite. I purchased this ticket in March of last year to come to this conference. Um, I knew no one that was coming at the time, but I felt that it was important to get the marketing aspect of Bill Faith. That way I could incorporate that last year. So my ticket was purchased March of last year, ready to go, bags packed. And then I was elated when my two pod girls decided to come, both kind of last minute.
0: <laughs> I love it. And if you're wondering, pod girls, we're not like,
3: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like plants or peas.
0: Yes. So they are in an accountability group inside the STR Success Accelerator. And what's cool is that, yes, they hold each other accountable on a weekly basis, but they also have built a beautiful friendship and sisterhood. And that's really fun to watch. Mm-hmm. It's really fun to
4: watch. So cool. How about you, Maria? So many of us were at um a watch party for the STR <laughs> Summit, Stacy's yeah. Summit, which took place two we- a few weeks ago, and we had such a great time that we started thinking about, hey, when are we going to see each other next? Yeah, and so this um, event was coming up, so we decided, hey, this is great. We get to we get to spend time here. We already looked up. The schedule and found some other events that we wanted to to, to to go to as well. So this gave us an opportunity to have a schedule full of opportunities to meet each other in different locations around the U.S. and connect and continue to build that friendship um, in the network. And, and we're thinking about ways to work together to partner up. um, and, And as we just shared earlier, even explore different opportunities with different strategies in real estate.
0: I love that. See, that makes me have goosebumps because I feel like that's what this is all about. It's about growing and growing together. And there's no shame or blame or judgment about where you are on your journey, where you are, where you, where any of us are. It is all about how can we lift each other up and how can we help each other be the best version of ourselves? You know, you couldn't have said it better. That's why we love you. Thanks. I love you guys too. Oh my gosh. All right. So I'm going to ask you each to do the lightning round and we have to do it fast. Okay, people. So, this is
3: my favorite part of your podcast.
0: <laughs> you get to go first. But yeah.
3: I'm not prepared. Okay.
0: Well, you just have to answer you with the first it. thing that comes sing to it. mind. All right. And I'll go really fast. Where is your favorite place to vacation, Candace? Cancun. Carrie. Hawaii. Hawaii, Jillian. Maui,
2: Hawaii. Maria. Myrtle
4: Beach.
0: Woohoo! <laughs> Italy. Italy. Oh, everybody's like, Ooh. oh, <laughs> I've been to Italy for a day. <laughs> and let me tell you, I experienced their wine really well that evening. It was great. It was great. All right. What's one place you've never been that you want to visit? And I'm going to start with Janelle.
1: Oh, that's too
5: much pressure. Um, I want to see the Northern Lights. That's like a
0: all right, but, you
5: know, yes. Not mm. um, I'll
2: say New Zealand. Ah. Oh, mine would be Italy.
3: A small island in Greece.
0: Does this island have a name?
3: No, it's wherever Mamma Mia was filmed. Oh. Yeah, one day, no. One day I looked it up at the closing on the credits of the movie, and it, it was a certain island. But I, I love islands and beaches, but I just want to go to a tiny island in Greece. Love
1: it. All cities that have NFL stadiums that I have not been to yet.
3: (laughs) That is very (laughs) you.
1: Candace is a die hard Saints
0: fan. And let me tell you, her outfits are so freaking cute. Okay. So cute. And she rocks them out.
3: Yes. Hello.
0: All right. Now, what's one thing you know now that you wished you knew when you were starting out in short term rentals?
1: Candace. That the path is not straight. Whenever you think you have something figured out, your path curves big time and you must pivot and adjust. Amen, sister. Carrie. That it is possible
3: to once be a stay-at-home mom and to create your own new
2: job, occupation, and salary. Oh, that's so cool. How about you, Jillian? I would say, oh, gosh. Find your who, not your how.
4: Yeah, baby. Right. That's
3: it. what I'm yeah. talking about. Yeah. <laughs> All
4: right, Maria. That's such a hard lesson. I'm still trying to find my uh, my who and not my how. For me, it would be just to take action. It is so important to just jump in and take action, and you will figure it out as you as you as you go. Um, don't stop and stay in analysis paralysis. Um, go ahead and take a step. And learn as you go, and you will grow in directions that you didn't think were possible.
5: It's kind of the same as Maria's again. Like, don't get stuck in learning and reading and just do the thing. You'll learn so much more while you're doing the thing and figure it out. Figure out any mistakes that happen and come out further ahead than you
0: were. Amen. I think it's so easy. Think about it in another way. Parenthood. You can read every frickin' book on how to birth a child, how oh, to be funny. a mom of a toddler, <laughs> and do the books really teach us yeah, what it's I, like? Yes. No, if no, no. no, tell no, you, no. It just
5: doesn't sink
0: in. It doesn't sink in. I totally agree. All right. What is the best piece of advice you've ever been given? Candace. Shh.
1: That's a great one. Expect the unexpected.
3: That's good. Probably you are your own worst enemy.
0: Mm, Isn't that the truth? Mm -hmm.
3: It is. It is. And that's my glass ceiling. Mm -hmm.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mine is working on your mindset, um, making sure that you're really thinking about where you want to be and you're going to get there.
0: Amen. And being intentional about your actions to make sure you get there. You know, totally love that. Maria. Maria.
4: I would say believe in yourself and take action. Confidence comes from action. And that was mm-hmm. one of the speakers shared that also at the, at the workshop today. And it really resonated because it's through the repetition, through taking action over and over again, that we build that confidence in ourselves that we can do it. And without taking action and just staying in that learning mode, you will never feel confident enough to, um, to go ahead and, and jump in.
0: Love that.
5: I think it's kind of two things combined and not to compare yourself with others and make it feel like it's too late because real estate is such a long-term thing that in four years, you're either going to be the same or you're going to have a portfolio of houses. Like it's your choice and you got to make that decision and jump for it and not just be like, oh, it's
0: too late. I'm already old. Isn't that the truth? And I mean, hello, we all probably wish we started younger, right? Yeah. And I think it's so easy to As a as a woman, measure your success by someone else's ruler, instead of having our own ruler and just owning it. This is my freaking ruler, Mm -hmm. and it doesn't matter what her ruler looks like or how long her ruler is. It's this. That sounds really weird. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Okay, off topic, but um, but you know it's really easy to be judgy judgy on yourself.
3: Yes, yeah, yeah,
0: and it's like it's not worth it. Life is too short. There's no shame, there's no blame. Go girl.
5: You speak to yourself like you would speak to your friends. Because it's so much harder. Yes. You, yeah. So you just touched on that.
0: Amen. We could I could totally geek out on this stuff. All right. Last question. What's one thing and or person that you're grateful for today?
1: Candace? I am going to say my son, Justin Menard. He came to work for me in um, the end of last year in September. And I am here with a free mind and a free heart because I know him. I trust him that he will take care of the business while I am gone. Love that.
3: Carrie, my husband, I went from one year of why don't we try and put our family cabin on Airbnb to a whole new, a whole new new everything. And I wake up each day and I'm like, what about, what about Myrtle Beach? And he's like, well, I've been waiting for you to buy something in Myrtle Beach. You know, it's the next thing and the next thing. And he just follows supportively. And I couldn't, I couldn't be more grateful.
0: That's awesome. Jillian.
2: OK, so mine's going to be Stacy sitting right next to me because <laughs> I really the just the wealth of knowledge that you have been open to share with us. And, you know, you don't hold anything back. You really put everything out there for us, which is so appreciated to me. And I, I really feel like I wouldn't have gotten so far
0: along
4: on my journey had I not found you. So Aww,
0: thank you. It's
4: <laughs> very sweet. So mine will be the SDR Accelerator because that's a community of women who support each other and have each other's back. There's absolutely no competition. We are here for each other. And here we are at this event, many of us together and just enjoying time with each other and helping each other's businesses grow and rooting for for our sisters and doing whatever we can to help each other i mean this is a community that is priceless and thank you stacy for putting it together and getting Mm -hmm. this created for us
0: you guys i didn't even know you're gonna say that but i appreciate it and
3: it's a thousand times true it's so true
5: (laughs) oh i have to ditto everybody because i think it is both things like it's my family at home who's like okay janelle we can do this next crazy idea, you know, and then all the connections I have here that make me believe I can actually do it. So those- And you can.
0: Yeah. I love that. This was so fun. Okay, so I just, all truth, be told, we were sitting there yesterday, and I'm like, You guys, there's this booth out there at the conference. Let's totally do this. And so I just kind of voluntold everyone, like, You have to show up at noon. But this was so fun. Yes, it, was. it was. Thank you so much for doing it. Now, before you go, I want to give a quick shout out to some of the amazing women inside the Female Short Term Rental Investors Facebook group. OMG, this is a fun one. Just last week, Claudia Popescu posted Would you buy a house across from a cemetery if it was a very good deal? Well, I can assure you, there were lots and lots of ladies who jumped in and shared their feedback. Some ladies said, Yes, the neighbors are quiet. <laughs> and I thought that was really funny, actually. Lisa says, no, walked away from a gorgeous home that had a cemetery across the street. It didn't even go in. Casper and his friends scare me. Stephanie Varelin says, yes, depends on how historic it is as well as the town. The haunted theme is huge right now. We rented a place because it was in a historic haunted area across from a very old cemetery in Savannah, Georgia. So again, lots and lots of yeses and no's. And I think what's most important, once you get feedback, that you take that feedback, but you don't get stuck in analysis paralysis. You take it in. And you are a person of action that takes swift action, either deciding a solid yes or a solid no. So again, thank you so much for all the amazing women jumping in and helping Claudia decide whether or not her cemetery purchase is a go forward. And Claudia, if you're listening, I'd love to hear what you decided. All right, my friends, that wraps up today's episode. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week and I will see you very soon. Hey sister, thanks for listening to the podcast. I wanted to let you know about a free resource my team is providing, the STR Success Blueprint Strategy Session. If you're looking to take your STR business to the next level, or heck, even just get it started, this free one-on-one is something you won't want to miss. You'll discover new tools for your STR business and outline an action plan that will help you achieve your goals and reverse engineer your STR success. This session is your chance to get the help you need to succeed. Schedule your free STR success blueprint strategy session right now by visiting stacystjohncom success.